Long ago, the guardian Seros made an appearance during this moon imbued with the power of the goddess. In the present day, AJ and Kim grieve a heartbreaking loss with the help of the little green elf child living in their heads. These two anecdotes are completely unrelated, totally coincidental. There's nothing to see here, folks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Asynchronous, a video game catch-up podcast. I'm AJ. I'm Kim. And on this episode of the show, we are going to be talking about Chapter 10 of Fire Emblem Three Houses, Where the Goddess Dwells. It's a doozy. I feel like I said that last week, too, but this one is... It's wild. We're going to keep saying that until the end of the game. They're just going to keep being doozies. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't think, yeah, it's doozies all the way down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I I mean, I I think we just get into it, right? Yeah. Uh, but do you have bullshit? <laughs> I've got some bullshit for us. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So this started as me just posing a question, which was, <laughs> is Edelgard a girl boss. And then I realized <laughs> the answer to that question is so obviously yes. Yeah. That we couldn't, uh, you know, there you go. That's your answer. So instead what I have done is created a tier list of students with girl boss energy. And I'm going to oh, send that to you now. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, I love these supplement supplemental material. I'm so glad. I love to waste our time. These are the girl boss here. So let's walk through oh, this. Oh, look at this. Um, wow. So, <gasps> okay. I'm so already... let's define our terms first before we before we dig in. Uh, you do not have to be a girl to be a girl boss. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> continue. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Thank you, AJ. I, this is very serious. So I'm going to need you to pull it together. <laughs> I have to close it. I can't look at it while you're talking because it's too funny. <laughs> So what is a girl boss? What I consider, this is a completely unscientific sort of just my uh, interpretation, but what I am considering to be a girl boss for purposes of this exercise, someone with unbridled ambition, uh, they advance that ambition by harming others. <laughs> but in their in their mind, or at least in what they portray to the world, that ambition and that harm is justified for some reason. So for example, uh, the modern girl boss we think of them as a girl boss because they think they're advancing the cause of feminism inherently just by being the boss, regardless of whether they're actually, you know, causing harm to anyone. So those being our parameters, to keep this quick, uh, we're doing students only plus Byleth. And if someone is not mentioned, they are just completely not girl bosses. Okay. So uh, we have tier one, which I've called Gaslight, Gatekeep, Garrick, Mock. Uh, <laughs> these are what I would consider the true girl bosses. They have some element or analog of all three girl boss characteristics. Sure. Uh, first one being Edelgard. Clearly. You know, the one who started it all. Obviously a girl boss. Obviously. Uh, next up, Ferdinand. I, I think this one is pretty obvious too. Ferdinand just wants to be Edelgard. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very girl bossy. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, which I actually think might be 
the quintessential girl boss of the game is Sylvain. Interesting. If we consider consider womanizing to be his ambition, the way that he uses his own trauma to justify it. Wow. Peak girl boss. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So uh, the next tier, we're calling that MLM, a.k.a. multi-level military, a.k.a. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on the chart, MLM is not the, the description of MLM is not written out. So well, I was ready for multi-level, but I was not ready for military. The the other the other alternative name for this tier is junior girl bosses. Really good. Yeah. They have some, but not all girl boss characteristics. Um mm. so in this category, we have Caspar, very ambitious. It manifests as kind of a competitiveness, mm-hmm. you know. He's it's not always that exaggerated, but I wouldn't trust him not to bury a knife in my back to get ahead. Yeah, he would tell you to tell your friends to tell their friends, you know, to help (laughs) to help him get ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we have Lawrence. With Lawrence, it's less of a motivation to get ahead as it is to maintain his current stature as like the noblest noble who ever did noble. Sure. But since nobility is sort of, you know, especially in like a medieval society is defined as, you know, by its subjugation of the peasantry, I think that's got some girl boss stink to it. Sure, sure. Next up, we have Lysithia. Uh, Lysithia was almost in the next tier, which we will talk about shortly. Yeah. Um, but uh, what happened to bump her up is I saw her support with Ignatz and she rips oh. that little boy to shreds. Um, <laughs> okay. And for that, I, I promoted her to junior girl boss. Okay. Uh, we also have Leone here. Leone can pretend all that she wants, that she just wants to be the best war child she can be. And, in, you know, I think to some extent that is true. But we also all know in our heart of hearts that there is a Helga Pataki style shrine to Geralt in her closet somewhere. Fuck. And that sort of single minded focus, I think, is is a little bit girl bossy. Yeah. Finally, I it, this is not reflected in the chart, but I did make a last minute decision to promote <laughs> someone from tier three to this tier two MLM Ooh. junior girl boss. And that is uh, Dimitri, who oh. theoretically all of his intentions are good. He wants revenge on what are inarguably wicked people. But oh, my God. You need to chill out, boy. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that 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 deserves a, a bump up to a junior girl boss. Mm-hmm. So we move on now to tier three. This is a tier that I have titled Hermione Granger. Uh, it's characterized by children who are extremely ambitious, um, but more just because they want to be top of the class, you know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, and I might mm-hmm. be showing my bias here because there's a lot of blue lions. Uh, it includes Annette, Ingrid, Felix and Ash. I think all for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Petra, based on what you explained about her wanting to be yeah. a good leader for Bridget, I don't think that Petra has any negative intentions. I don't think that she causes harm, but the ambition is there. Mm-hmm. And also Byleth, who's really trying to help their students. But in a way, they're kind of a lapdog for Rhea, who I believe is, uh, depending on what happens in the rest of this game, <laughs> could be the ultimate girl boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, shit. Finally, uh, the last year we have is called Girl Power. Um, Not really girl bosses, but they have a little bit of girl boss seasoning, if you will. (laughs) So here we have Dorothea. She has a goal, which is to Mm -hmm. marry a noble and get that bag. Mm -hmm. 
arguably a little opportunistic, but I think she's just doing the best with the cards she's been dealt in this society as a commoner woman. Mm -hmm. I kind of think that Dorothea is what the other girl bosses think that they are, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, This is kind of an interesting choice, but Linhart is here in the girl power tier. Mm. Yes, all he wants to do is sleep, but his single-minded desire for sleep is so (laughs) all-encompassing that I think it it, it comes back around to being like a true ambition. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Mercedes is here uh, solely on the power of that one thing that she said about how sinners deserve to be killed. I know I bring this up a lot, but I can't get over it. Yeah. And finally, we have Hubert here. And that is not because of his own internal motivations, but because of his devotion to true girl boss Edelgard. I would like to think that if Edelgard were a modern girl boss, Hubert would be her extremely loyal personal assistant who's like Mm -hmm. booking her travel and manages her calendar and like (sighs) breaks up with the men that she meets on Rhea or whatever. Yeah. I'm sorry, Raya. I'm getting my terms confused. So that that is um, those are those are the girl boss tiers. I'm curious if you if you disagree with any of these or if you have any others you think I missed. Any others I think you missed. Oh, this might be hot. This might be a hot, hot and spicy take. Um, I think I welcome those. Maybe not hot and spicy. I think Bernie could be in the in uh, in the girl power tier. She has uh, mm. a sole desire to not be seen. <laughs> um, That's true. That's and, true. Sort of a, a Linhart kind of. Yeah. But I don't know, because she's uh, some supports that I had this last week makes make me think that she's trying to grow out of that, which I appreciate. And I I think Petra is like spot on. I think that's a great that's a that's a great one. I am not sure about Caspar. Interesting. He's definitely got drive and ambition. So maybe I think maybe he just gets bumped. I would bump him down. More of a uh, Hermione Granger. More of a Hermione, I think, because I think Caspar is very aware of the harm that he causes other people with his actions, but it's after the fact always. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like he is always he I had a support this last week where he he's talking to Hubert and Hubert had like given him shit. It's like you got to stop yelling because people are going to find out where you are. And in, in this support, he was like, hey, I took your advice to be really quiet because in a battle that I did in town or whatever, because I guess they're I guess outside of this, they're also doing other battles. Ooh, I don't know. Um, so he was like, yeah, I was, you know, doing this thing and I was yelling and I almost, uh, you know, somebody I was with, I almost got them killed because I was being so loud. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So I think I think he's more of a Hermione Granger where it's like his ambition still kind of blinds him. But then after the fact, he's able to reflect and have some clarity and be like, oh, you know, you know. I you know what? I that sounds right to me. Wow. Yeah. Growth. Good job, Caspar. Growth for real. But I think everybody else is spot on. <laughs> um, That's what this made up uh, <laughs> system I've created. Yeah, it's really, well, really good. That That's my bullshit for the week. Kim, thank you so much for that. <laughs> that was a true joy. I'm so um, glad. Oh, wow. I need to I need to rebound (laughs) for a second because, damn, that was good. We'll post a link or we'll post that picture on our Twitter and then I guess link the tweet in the description. Please, please look at that (laughs) because holy shit. (laughs) The chapter chapter 10 mm-hmm. <laughs> where the goddess yeah. spells we covered the beginning last week yes right exactly yeah um 
And and thinking back on it, I know we, we Edelgard came out and was like, hey, it's time to stand again. You need to be whatever. And and you read that as like really, really harsh. And like, I, I think it is kind of I harsh. did. And I, th- I think I might have been hard on her in that moment. OK, cool. Because I was about to say it's not that it's this is the appropriate amount of time to be like, hey, you need to stop mourning. But I think it's been like four or five days mm-hmm. since since the the day that it happened and then we have a couple of days and then the, the the next month starts not to say four or five days is like the appropriate amount of time but like i can see where she's coming from in this mm-hmm. world of like we have battles to do and we have to protect the church and blah 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 um you still have a duty it's kind of a duty thing which is weird to think about as in school terms <laughs> um <laughs> but but i think that's that's kind of where she was coming from and i yeah. do i do still think it's extremely self-serving of her to be like hey you need to get it together to come like help us or help me, you know, but yeah. And I think I, I think I, I actually went back and read again, the, the thing that she says. And I do think yeah. that it's a little bit, I, I think I was unfairly harsh. My reaction was unfairly harsh. And that it seems <laughs> like a lot of what she's saying is like, I can't even begin to understand your pain. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to pretend to, I think that that is a very, um, like, a you know, a not unkind thing to say. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you that if we're reading between the lines, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. a little self-serving. But yeah, I do think that my reaction was overly harsh. I'm I, I'm sorry to Edelgard for that particular thing. <laughs> for, for only that one thing. Yeah. But fair enough. Hey, you know, it's stepping stones, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe someday we'll repair our relationship. <laughs> yeah. So did you have any pre-monastery scene or anything or uh no not aside from what we talked about last week okay cool so uh in the monastery i don't have many notes here because it's pretty much everyone being like i'm so sorry your dad's dead or i'm gonna fucking kill whoever killed (laughs) your dad killed your dad yeah yeah um i you know there are a few i think interesting observations you know the music is sad now the music is sad now it's like a new arrangement of the usual monastery music oh my god yeah it's really pretty but it's very devastating and yeah everyone's really sad so this is being supportive um in a very sweet way the gatekeeper starts crying when you speak oh my god the sweet sweet gatekeeper sweet soft lad uh so sad um did you when you talk to sothis she says if you need time to cry like you can have it did you say Mm -hmm. yes I forget. I forgot that there was a, a dialogue option there, but I think I probably did say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if when she says, like, if you need time to cry, that's fine. And if you say, like, I do, then it fades to black for a second and then comes oh. back into the room. And I was like, like nothing else happens. There's no additional dialogue or anything. But I was like, that's a really nice touch. <laughs> that they I like remember that. Maybe kind of faded out. That is. Yeah. Just I, see that that's she's being a good friend. Being a good friend. Yeah, there were there were some interesting, um, not revelations, but just like some follow up mm. information that we get from some of the faculty. Um, Sedith sh- sort of shares his theories that, you know, he sort of has kind of puzzled out how the monastery was infiltrated. Um, yeah. The fact that both Tomas and Monica had like gone missing at some point um, and then returned. And, you know, when they found Monica, she was acting like a completely different person. Um, So it's clear that these figures have been acting as Tomas and Monica for a while. Yeah. Manuela also points out that the weapon that killed Gerald doesn't seem to have been an ordinary dagger. It didn't leave a normal wound, which is 
There was no explanation for that. You're right. There are no follow-ups again. No follow-ups to that. And then, yeah, there's just, oh, one more thing. I forget who says this. Um, it might have been Catherine or someone, but um, someone mm. points out that whenever Monica had free time, she was always hanging around Edelgard. Yeah, it was just one of the random students in the in the one of the houses. It's like bastards. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. I know that she was talking to the suspicious person, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, another random student, uh, this one was in the blue, I think the blue lions classroom was talking about how worried they are about, you know, all the things that have been happening and whether that's going to prevent them from graduating. Yes. Which is a very selfish <laughs> thing to say to someone who's just lost their father. <laughs> it's like, yeah. fuck you, Greg. Oh, how dare yeah. you? They're really good. Um, Oh, another thing that's happening in this month is the knights are out trying to find these enemies. And so yes. um, Sylvain points out like, hey, it doesn't it isn't that kind of weird? Because now like the whole monastery is vulnerable because all the knights are gone. Yeah, I'm sure that won't come up again. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, that being said, all the knights are out looking for for whoever did this, which means you don't technically have a mission at the end of the month, even though the mission is on the calendar. But mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you don't you don't actually have like a, a, a something you're building up to this month, which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. A couple of things I would like to point out. Hilda, when you go talk to Hilda, she brings up that she's worried about Leone, which oh, yeah. really made me really sad. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. And Bernadetta, for the first time, I don't know if she was out of her room for you. She was out of her room standing by the graves because she was going to bring flowers to Geralt's grave. I think I do remember that. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was nice. Touched my fucking heart. Mm hmm. And then I went down immediately after that. I went down to the grave to look at it. And Geralt doesn't have a fucking birthday. Mm -hmm. it's <laughs> he just was born question marks. Question marks. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, game. Keep your what secrets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was something. Yeah. Did you talk to Hubert? I did. I'm wondering if you had different uh, dialogue from Hubert than I did. What did you what have? Hubert, what Hubert said to me was, I've never been much for condolences. Mm. And then I kept waiting for him to say, but. And he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he had nothing else to say. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even try, which... Is so rude, but also yeah. I, I appreciate his commitment to his his whole shtick. It's peak Hubert, you know, it is peak Hubert. Uh, another thing, Annette and Mercy make you sweets, uh, which really is sweet. really, really, really nice. Um, and then the rest of the monastery uh, time, I pretty much spent just like boosting up Lysimia's, uh mm -hmm. support. <laughs> yeah, I once again decided to to try to get Raphael. Yes. And I am very pleased to announce that I did successfully recruit him. Ooh. We're recruiting uh, over here. We are recruiting over here. Um, I figured out, I, I read somewhere that if you up your support level with them, the threshold for the skills that you need for them will go down. And so yeah. I, in addition to this, this month was difficult too, because the thing that you need for Raphael's heavy armor, um, mm. the only faculty training you can do for heavy armor is with uh, Gilbert and Alois who were yeah. both gone all month. Yep. So I couldn't do that. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just sink a bunch into um, into support. And then, I mean, this is previewing a little bit because this actually happened for me in chapter 11, which I started this week. But I, oh I like, you know, went through one round of upping my heavy armor. Mm. And then it was like, I got him. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, I'm just I'm just so pleased um my himbo has come home. <laughs> my uh, himbo has come home. <laughs> yeah, I should have I should have done it from the start, but I'm glad uh he ended up where he needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I have for the monastery. Pretty yeah. brief in terms of uh I guess story stuff, but you know, I get it. Everybody's distracted with your dead dad. So mm-hmm. Um, I will say before before we launch into the battle for the week, I did finally do uh, the Flane and Seda. Yes, 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 yes. Let's talk (laughs) about Flane. Let's talk about wild. I mean, I don't even know if we need to go through all the whole rigmarole with this or if we can just skip to the revelation at the end. Yeah, we have to fight at a goddess statue or whatever monument something yeah there's a monument to saint keyhole right that's it and we don't need to get any further into it yeah <laughs> and then you gotta kill some people there and then it's the really very annoying end, there's sand everywhere so you can't move your full movement every fucking turn it was hell <laughs> it was yeah it's a it's kind of a pain in the ass but it's all worth it because in the end we find out blaine is not said its sister <gasps> she is his daughter I'm going to do some sort of surprised (laughs) sound effect because like I was surprised, but also I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. And he like he explains why he kept it a secret, but but not really. But not really. Like why? Who cares? Like, I don't know what difference it makes. Because of her special blood. Sure. But either way, she has special blood. I don't understand. I know. I'm sure maybe it will make sense at some point. Maybe it won't. I I do not know. But yeah, that's the. That's that's it. Yeah, that's it. That was what I that (laughs) was what I wanted to bring up last week, but didn't. Um, While we're talking about Flane, while we are talking about Flane. um, Also, they in the in the back and forth of like Flane being set as dollar daughter and stuff. There's like some weird they talk about the saints and stuff. It's like, oh, this is where my wife was buried right at this thing, which makes me think like, oh, well, the saint is your wife somehow or something. I don't know. So I thought that, mm. too. And then I remember St. Keyhole is a guy. Oh, he's a man. Well. So <laughs> but but he had a daughter. St. Sethleen, I think, is his daughter. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. So maybe she's St. Sethleen. I don't know. But yeah, there's something sketchy going on there. Yeah, well, okay, that actually kind of backs up what I'm about to bring up. Mm. In Flane and Linhart's sea support, Linhart comes up to Flane in the library and it's like, hey, (laughs) hey, Flane, I've been doing some reading about the saints and I've been doing some thinking about you as a person. And you're kind of forgetful. And it says that St. Sethleen was kind of forgetful. And you're kind of really good at white magic. And St. Sethleen was like really good at white magic. <gasps> and also, if you kind of like look at the statue and look at you, you both kind of look really similar. What the fuck? And the whole, the whole, as soon as he brings up that he's been reading about the saints, she's like, okay, no, stop being so <laughs> weird, Lynn. Oh. It's fine. And that's like... That is like the whole the whole support is Linhart being like, hey, you're a fucking saint, right? And she's like, no, definitely not. So she is Saint Sethleen? I don't know. <laughs> and then that would mean that. Or 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 she is Saint Sethleen's daughter, which right. would mean that Seteth and Sethleen are yeah. husband and wife or whatever. Um, so I yeah, nothing huh. was confirmed or denied, huh. but but Flane sure did get really uncomfortable from the get go. So there's something going on. There's there. something going on. So my boy who reads about whatever he wants and not his school lessons like, hey, props to you, dude. Like, keep I'm it proud up. of him. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's like he did almost the equivalent of like internet stalking someone, you know, <laughs> um, like, <laughs> like stalking somebody's yeah. Facebook. Yeah, he uh. he he Neve Shulman Flane. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh. Oh, love that. Fantastic. Well, yeah. So that was a really yeah. really fun <laughs> paralogue. Thank you for uh, pushing me to mm-hmm. do that one sooner rather than later. Yes. And I think that brings us to end of the month. Yeah, I did a Eloise and uh, Shamir uh, paralogue, but it's just oh. like a battle. You go fight some pirates and then that's it, really. I don't know. That's okay. fine. <laughs> Nothing much happens. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, Eloise makes a really good joke about like trade wins or something because they were a bunch of pirates like attacking a trade town. And he makes a really good joke that I cannot remember what it is. <laughs> but <laughs> oops. Um, anyway, so the battle. <laughs> The end of the month comes, and uh, for me, it was Edelgard, and I assume it was Dimitri, mm-hmm. comes to you, and it's like, hey, um, like, we found, we found them. We found who killed yeah. Geralt, um, and we should go right now, because, like, if we don't go now, then they might disappear again, uh, and then she was saying, or sorry, she, Edelgard actually told me, I don't know if it was the same, Edelgard told me that Rhea found them and was keeping it a secret. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I got okay. that, too. OK, so we're, we're still aligned there, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as Edelgard was like, oh, this like she's keeping it a secret. We should go now. Blah, blah, blah. Rhea shows up and is like, no, you can't go. Like, this is obviously mm-hmm. this is obviously a trap for you. <laughs> like they're trying right. to, you know, uh, and then Edelgard brings up the point that like, oh, all the knights are away. But, you know, we have to go now rather than later. We've we've already fought these people more than once. So we kind of get the idea, blah, 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 blah. And so then Rhea and pretty much Rhea is like, you can't go and you you get a dialogue option. But the only dialogue option is like, you can't stop me <laughs> or something yeah. like that, which is like, <laughs> oh, OK, I guess I'm going. Um, right. Which like, yeah, of course, I'm going to uh, avenge my father. Mm-hmm. And then and then you go to battle. You, you go to do the fight. I remembered to switch Dorothea to dancer. Great. Nice. So good. Um, Such a good class. Yeah. And also I texted you about this, but. I fucking I've had Petra with the 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 <laughs> fists this whole time. She's been a fighter because you mm-hmm. can train. I think you can you can, you can do the, the fists, the sword or an axe to be a fighter, which is the, the beginner class. And I was like, oh, everybody else is like advanced class. So let me see what Petra's stuff is. And so I looked in her her class specializations. None of them are brawler. She never <laughs> uses the fists for any of her future classes. So I've been wasting all this time. Uh, but I gave her a sword and she's doing really good with the sword. So fine. Whatever. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's a pain in the I, butt. But I the guess classes, I, I, it is a little weird to me how many of the classes like the ones that they have you you start off with a class that presumably has like synergy with future classes as you as you advance right but a lot of the time they do not like yes i i I made byleth an assassin and there is like nowhere for the assassin to go (laughs) after a certain point it's like she assassin is it's sword and bow i think yeah and bow and there's kind of no, there is no class ever that yeah. like combines sword and bow again. Yeah. Um, so you kind of just have to like pick something that, you know, that uses one of those and sort of be pleased with that choice, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. I, that, that was like, 
what the fuck, <laughs> you know, um, the classes are sort of strange. Right. That's one of the things that kind of bugs me about this game. Not a lot bugs me, but uh, that's kind of one of the, my biggest things is like mm-hmm. the class system itself. Combat is a whole other thing, but the class system itself is like so obscure in some ways or obtuse. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really hard to understand certain mechanics of it. But then just like everything else is like dumb, simple. So it's like, why? Right. I don't know if that's a failure of me not poking around the menus enough or like a failure on the game for like wanting needing you to poke around the menus or like I, 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 just I don't suspect know. that, uh, you know, to the point of like things being dumb, simple. Otherwise, I think that that's just a function <laughs> of playing on normal mode because mm. it seems like you really have to think about it a lot more as you play on on harder difficulties, yeah. which I think in future runs I would like to try, um, yeah. which is totally surprising me to say mm-hmm. um but yeah i uh, i don't know it's it, it almost feels like it's weirdly constraining a lot of the time yeah in a way that that is kind of not frustrating necessarily but it is kind of it's just like a bummer yeah and i think what it's trying to do what the game is trying to do with constraining certain people to certain classes is to try and force you to have kind of a well-balanced thing like if everybody mm-hmm. had every class option open to them you could just have a whole team of of sword boys right which i guess isn't necessarily a bad thing but like strategy wise maybe not the best maybe you should have a couple of archers you know mm-hmm. um but i don't know i feel like it kind of takes away some of the interest there yeah um, yeah i don't know and that's like this this is unfortunately becoming my biggest issue with this game is that like the combat is like fine the strategy stuff is like okay and it's not particularly interesting some of the maps are nice to look at but i've never like and this again might be a a a virtue of playing on normal i'm never having like a hard time really i don't i don't know i I, basically i I think it is i think it is because of the difficulty settings because watching like steven's maddening run (laughs) yes the maddening difficulty is like a completely different game so i have to imagine that hard is somewhere in between where it's there is like a level of challenge that that means that you're not just like one hit killing most enemies which is where i'm at right now literally um and and really requires you to be judicious with your movement and you know what skills you're using and think about it a little bit more so you know that's a lesson for us going forward i guess (laughs) yeah for future runs future runs so anyway all that aside that was our tangent for today Mm -hmm. um so we have our little pre-battle meeting and pretty much Mm -hmm. (laughs) this meeting for me was pretty much everyone being like i will murder for you (laughs) yeah it was just the kids getting real hyped to um to commit crimes yeah um Um, yeah so that's uh, we there's just a few interesting things that happen in that conversation. Mm. Uh, Mercy says that she's like, oh, I don't I would feel bad killing people we actually know. Um, so Felix suggests just kill them from behind, uh, proving <laughs> that he is, in fact, the ghost of Tsushima. Fuck. Um, <laughs> wow. And interestingly here as well, uh, Dimitri says. I just want to remind you, I will kill whoever the fuck you want me to. Um, No matter who the enemy is, we are prepared to cut them down. Yes, no matter who they may be. And he makes this little thinking face. Yeah, sure. Ominous. Nothing like thinking about the future murder of your classmates right Mm -hmm. before a battle. (laughs) Right. Another thing that I thought was very funny is the moment you get into it, Dimitri's like, oh my God, there's demonic beasts. It was a trap. And it's like, 
yeah, Dimitri, obviously this was a trap. <laughs> That's like, so funny because in my conversation, Edelgard, like everybody says their thing is like, I will murder for you. And Edelgard's like, hey, just so you know, this is like totally, definitely a trap. Like, oh, interesting. We are absolutely walking into a trap for you. So just like be ready for that. Dimitri just burst in their head empty. <laughs> was like Shocked to find out that the thing that Sedith and Rhea were like, yeah, it's a fucking trap. Um, st- still took him by surprise. Yeah. For me, my my house leader line, um, Edelgard says like, oh, there's monsters here. And then there's no music, no music cue yet. And then it just mm-hmm. like bounces around to the two demonic beasts and they kind of do a little <laughs> shuffle and in complete silence. And then all of a sudden you're at the planning stage of the battle. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's yeah, like, oh, there's demonic extremely. beasts. And then they do a little. And then, and then we're planning. I was like, this was not this was not suspenseful or surprising. They're literally you can see them from the, mm-hmm. the camera yes. view that they set you up in. They're so close to you. And they're like, here they are. Like, yeah, game. Thanks. So fucking dumb. This it game is, is. Yeah, so it's good. a little um, a little awkward <laughs> the timing yeah. of that whole moment. Yeah. Um, but some fun pack facts about this battle for me. I fought with Felix and Lysithia. I had Hubert uh, agitanting mm-hmm. for for Edelgard, sure. and uh, Flane was Caspar's adjutant. I think mm. um, I've never actually. Do they do anything? Have you ever had an adjutant do anything? I don't know. I don't know what they do. Yeah, I don't know what the point is. I, I haven't figured it out. No. When you first, when you first, when you get that option, it's like, oh, there's a chance that they might like give you an additional action or something, or like do something. But I have an adjutant in almost every battle now because I have I had at least mm-hmm. Felix recruited for the last couple of battles and nothing happens. They never yeah, do anything. Know. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> I just want them to it do is, something. I, I don't know if it's like you have to be smart about who you put them with. And I, I have no clue. Yeah, maybe it's really like the, the gambit system or whatever, where you if you set people up a certain way and then use a gambit, it does that. Maybe that is something to do with. I don't know. But I guess maybe. that's, again, probably a virtue of playing on normal. <laughs> like if you're playing yeah. on the harder difficulties, that stuff might come up and be more more useful and, and uh, in the forefront. But mm-hmm. so, so I yeah, like this, mm. go ahead. No, I should say I like this battle map. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cool map. Um, I also you're you're like big bad for right. uh, spoiler alert. The first part of this battle <gasps> is Monica, who turns out mm. to be Kranya, who I think is the coolest designed and yes. most interesting baddie we've seen in the game yeah, so far. Which makes me so upset mm-hmm. that she immediately she, gets she immediately fucking offed. Dies. Like, yeah. Ugh. She's the character design is amazing. She has this like, you know, short red bob. She has like almost clown like yes. teardrop makeup. I mean, her design is of course, very sexualized as like yes. all, all women designs are in this game, but it, it's still extremely cool. She's got these like high boots and like a, almost like a cat suit. And for some, I couldn't tell if this was like fabric floating around her, but it yeah. looks like scorpion tails. Yeah. Almost. They look like, like some sort of like Doc Ock adjacent tentacle yeah. thing. Um, it's, it's cool as hell. And it was just so upsetting to me that we, we get only a taste of this extremely well-designed and, and interesting. She's almost like campy. Yeah. She, when you start the battle, she's like, Oh, you're here. Welcome to the forest of death. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so cheesy, but coming from her, it's, uh, I don't know. It feels like fun 
in a way that mm-hmm. I don't know, it was the most interesting. I find her so much more interesting than just like weird old dudes with fucked up faces. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know why they offed her so quickly. I um, know. It's so upsetting. And I, uh, yeah, I just I want I want more of her. And I'm very sad that she's her heart got squished. <laughs> Like, <laughs> or whatever uh, the fuck. Yeah. So I guess moving forward, you do you fight the battle, you do the thing, and then you get to you get to Kranya, who is the the titular uh, three houses baddie that does not move from their healing spot. Mm-hmm. Um, took her out in one hit. Cool. And then it fades to black. It's like okay, that's the end of the battle. Then there's a cutscene. Yeah. And we know Another that something's about to go down. Scene. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, I can't believe you beat me. Like, how could you? How could this happen? And then uh, Solon shows up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, great. Like, help. And he's just fucking reaches into her chest, uh, fucking Indiana Jones, uh, Kali Ma style. Mm-hmm. And and then we spend so much time with his hand th- in her rib cage and mm-hmm. her just like, ah. And then he, you know, shouts all this cryptic bullshit of like, you know, I'm a million year old man, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, and then he casts the forbidden spell of Zaharas. The forbidden spell. And, yeah. Uh, the forbidden spell of Zaharas is a fifth level spell. It is a concentration <laughs> spell. Just kidding. Um. <laughs> Basically, it literally is. It's pretty much just banishment. If you play D&D. Yes, it's, it's banishment. banishment. Yeah. Um, gets banished to another plane of existence. Uh, and you need, I guess someone's heart to do it apparently and then your kids are like where'd teacher go where did teacher go and someone's just like i put them in a different plane of existence where he will die (laughs) yeah um it just an interesting before like or right them i guess the moment that he he banishes you solon says be gone with you fell star yes yes what does that mean i do not know yeah i do not know yeah uh and then So so you're you're banished. Solon explains again his evil bad plan to banish you and then do the whole thing. And then we get such a good goddamn cutscene where oh sorry, before that, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Um in the scene where the students are talking to Solon, uh Edelgard is like Yeah, Edelgard is like, we will get revenge on you for for taking our teacher. Like, there's no way that this is the end of him or whatever. And Ferdinand somehow agrees, but somehow still a little bitch about it. Because he's just like, (laughs) he's like, for this once I will agree with her that we will get revenge on you. It's like, why do you have to fucking qualify it with like the shitty attitude, yeah, man. Just, just say that ones. you agree. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine being Solon and be like, I don't give a shit about like your petty squabble with Edelgard. <laughs> um, <laughs> the that moment for me, um, Flane and Annette both sort of yell at him really indignant, like, well, you know, we're going to get our teacher back. Like, bah, bah, bah. Um, and then Dudu <laughs> chimes in in his like usual deadpan. He's just like, I do not believe our professor has fought. Like. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was just so, so like, just so level-headed, you know? Um, yeah, clearly somebody yeah, yeah, you yeah. want around uh, in a high-pressure situations. Um, <laughs> to contrast with that, Dimitri, mm. um, before, you know, he launches into a uh, battle with this guy, says, I'll slice you into a thousand pieces as you watch in horror. You will know true pain before I finally allow you to die. My fucking God, dude. Dimitri, calm down, my guy. Take a page out of Dudu's book. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I can't. (laughs) Oh, man. If Dudu wasn't such like a, uh, I don't know, dutiful, subservient gentleman, like Mm -hmm. Dimitri could learn so much from him, you know? You really could. Yeah. 
so then, like I said, we get such a good goddamn cutscene. Oh of my god! Sothis immediately being like, "Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you why? got us both banished. Yeah, how could you do this?" Uh, and then just explains like she knows the power of the spell and mm-hmm. is like, "Oh, it would take a god to leave here." It's like, okay, yeah, well, we're basically I- in this realm of endless darkness and. uh the idea is like most people in who have been afflicted by this spell will just go mad and end up dying right. in this this other plane. Um, right. But so this says, you know, we can get out of there, but we need the power of a god conveniently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have figured out who I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she says she has the power uh, of the progenitor god, Sothis, which I was like, holy fucking, okay. Yep. And also she says something that I th- thought was interesting. I don't know if you clocked this. She said that Rhea allowed her mm-hmm. to live inside of you. Yeah. Yes. She says, I don't know how Rhea managed it, but she allowed me to exist inside you. Yeah. So hmm. interesting there. Yep. And then basically is like, okay, well... I can use my power to get us out of here, but like I'm gonna have to become you pretty much. We'll have to become mm-hmm. the same person. Like which I don't means, have a body, so right. Yeah, we're not gonna be yeah, able to like we'll talk to anymore, which is a bummer. Makes me it's so really sad. sad. As much as I as much as she stresses me out by being mean to me, I have really become attached to her. She even fucking as she's like saying, like, you know, I had a really great time with you, she says, I even got to chastise you some. Which was mm-hmm. like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> really, I loved really, that. Uh, yeah, really good. It is very sweet because she says our souls will join and we will never be apart. Which I do yeah. think is uh, like, uh, so it's not like all, it's sort of bittersweet. Because it's, yeah. we're not losing her entirely, but you are unable to talk to her. Yeah, it's so sad. sad. And then that whole scene takes place in like the regular back and forth, like dialogue box mm-hmm. cutscene, and then mm-hmm. and then it switches over to the anime cutscene, And oh, man, it's fucking heartbreaking. I took so many screenshots of the scene because it was really beautiful and really compelling. Like it was it was amazing. it really was. I, 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 I don't think I took any because I was so like <laughs> enthralled by it. In it. Yeah, yeah um, it was so, so good, though. I will say, too, before before the right before that scene, they both thank each other. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is really sweet, too. Oh, just, my God. Ugh. It's so good. This is really good. <sighs> so then you merge together or whatever. Your hair turns greenish, whitish, um, mm-hmm. a, a nice mint green, actually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's lovely. And then you're able to uh, <laughs> cut a hole between realms. Before you merge, Sothis says, you know, your will and mine are now as one. Both sides of time revealed to you alone. I am the beginning. Yeah. What shall you do? Both sides mm. of time is really interesting to me. Yeah. In a game where there is clearly something strange going on with time. Yeah. So, yeah, I felt I just I just wanted to to call that out because I think at some point we might find out what that meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. If I had to guess. Hey, Kim, if I had yeah. to guess, we'll we'll learn the story of this game. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think you're right. I, that, that's very interesting and just like wild that like not only is Sothis like, quote unquote, the goddess, it's she's like the god, like the one that started mm-hmm. it all, which is just fucking wild. So uh, you cut a hole through time and space back into the regular realm. And as you cut this, it's so fucking cool. This just looks like the tip of your sword just like comes out of midair. So you cut this hole open and then uh solon says uh something about not being able to even that spell can't stop the power of the fell star or something um Mm -hmm. and then you come back in and (laughs) 
<laughs> bing bam boom it's a battle again <laughs> there's no, yeah everyone's like oh hey your hair's different but we should kill this guy first it's like yeah. <laughs> are you guys good like are you okay like, <laughs> what the fuck I, I, everyone's just so nonchalant about it i was like what the they hell? really are and so then you know there's a, a little bit more of a battle you have the uh the sword of the creator got a got a prefix mm -hmm. to it and i can't remember what the word is sublime i think it's the sublime sword of the creator i think you're right yeah which i don't know how that'll go because to because to upgrade your durability before you had to like rest in of our day in the month which like i never ever did um so now hopefully no. i'm hopefully it'll just regain durability because it's a good sword i want to <laughs> i want to keep using it yeah and then you fight and then similarly to fucking Kranya, one hit kill solon dead <laughs> Yep. But I did make sure that uh, Byleth was the one that did it. Uh, see, I, I did that with Kranya. And then I think for Solon, I, I let Dimitri do it because I was like, we're revenge buddies. Like one gets one and one gets the other. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I, I did the opposite. I had Edelgard kill Monica. And oh. right before the battle took place, there was a little uh, dialogue line that was like, what, are you going to kill me? And she's like, yeah. And then she does. Um <laughs> Yeah, so then I, I switched and did uh, Byleth for, for Solon. And mm -hmm. we get another cutscene. It's just like, I can't believe that you defeated me. Ah. Uh, yeah, I, there wasn't much. anything there and it wasn't anything really like lore wise or whatever in there um, no. and so yeah you kill this extremely old man or whatever he is was whatever <laughs> I don't know and the kids are just like cool why is your hair green like <laughs> nobody is yeah. fucking like I, I, I would be <laughs> I'd be losing uh, oh, my mind. You I'd just be a came ball out of a ground. rift yeah. in space time. <laughs> what the fuck? With a new do. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you just watched no, me get there. bursted into flames by a spell that took the crushing of someone's heart that he ripped out with his own hand. Like, hey, huh? <laughs> Whatever. I guess if it's if you're cool with it, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I, no, they can be like, oh, so you got a haircut? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That is so fucking wild. So and that's that's the end of fucking chapter 10. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So after after the battle, there is actually something interesting that that happens um, in the conversation with the kids. Um, mm. Someone points out that this is very similar to the legend of St. Saros, who received a divine revelation from the goddess and was gifted with her power. Uh -huh. Which explains to me why we were so confused in the beginning about whether the cutscene at the very beginning of the game yeah. was uh, St. Saros or the goddess. Um, <laughs> in a way, it was both. <laughs> right. And then Dimitri says, if you're Saros, granted power by the goddess, then I suppose that makes me... Ah, never mind. I'm getting carried away. Jeez. What, Dimitri? What I'm fuck? so curious about where that Come was going. On, uh... <laughs> um, and then Byleth passes out. Yeah. Wild shit. I'm fully leveling with you here. I did not watch that cutscene for some reason. So that's fine. Let me actually see. <laughs> Let me see if I can yeah. find it on Take YouTube a look. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So uh, in media res, I just yeah. watched the cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after the battle and uh did you see the part with Rhea? yes so okay, but before good. before we get to that immediately after the battle edelgard is like hey what's up with your hair you know and you say i've been touched by the goddess he's like oh cool how are you going to use that power 
And uh, in the video I watched, hmm. it, the, the choices are for the world, for my students and for myself. Uh, in the video I watched, he shows for my students. And she says, interesting. So if it were to come between using your power for your students or the world, which would you choose? <laughs> like, and it's basically just like if you if it was the world versus your students, would you still side with your students? Like, it's like, hey, huh. <laughs> Edelgard, stop asking if I'm going to commit genocide for you. Oh, my God. And Yeah, whatever. And then and then he, <laughs> he passed out and she's like, Professor, did you fall asleep? I should probably yeah. <laughs> she's like I could pick you up myself maybe but I'm gonna go get Hubert and then Hubert does it wild uh and, and then uh in Blue Lions Dimitri is like sorry professor but I'm I'm gonna have to pick you up now <laughs> oh my um, god which I thought is That's very funny. funny like yeah please get me medical attention I don't care if it means that you have to pick me up <laughs> like yeah yeah fine fine just do it <laughs> so then we get this scene well it's it's blackness and we get Raya singing uh, mm-hmm. a song and i just kind of uh leafed through it so if there's anything specific about the lyrics that you found interesting let me know but no yeah i think it's the same song that she she sang um the night of the ball in the last chapter oh, yeah uh and so basically you wake up and you are she is like cradling you in her lap uh and says like i wish this moment could last forever how nice it would be for us to like i don't know i'm sure you wrote down the the exact yeah Uh, yeah how lovely it would be for this moment to last forever i wish i could hold on to this stolen time you and i could create a world without end i found this all extremely creepy (laughs) okay i don't i don't know if it was supposed to be played as like a nice moment of like oh wow raya really cares about me but I found it creepy as all. No, it's super creepy. And it ends with I will be watching over you always and forever, which is like, hey, maybe don't. (laughs) Yeah. I also uh, I forgot to. She said um, from the moment you took hold of the sword of the creator, I prayed so this might reside within you. You are so much more than the light. You are my dot 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 doesn't doesn't finish that thought. (sighs) Yeah. Really, really weird, weird stuff going we'll on. To find out someday what that meant. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's truly, truly just wild. It's um, a, it's a really creepy cutscene, frankly, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And that's how the chapter ends. <laughs> yeah, that's how it ends. It's uh, good times, good, good chapter. Some shit happened. Some shit sure did happen. Some shit really went down. I'm glad that we've gotten to the point because I knew that your hair changed color. I had no idea why. Um, so this mm-hmm. was Same. fun to know. Oh man. <sighs> so Time rankings. For the war child check-in? Yeah, some more yeah. war child check-in. Let's do some some supports, some rankings. You got anything interesting? Uh yeah, I, I have a few. Um Mm-hmm. We have um, I got Byleth's and Flane's a B level support, which um, I won't go all the way through, but it ends with an interesting sort of speculation from from Flane about mm. whether we met somewhere long ago because she thinks I seem so familiar to her. She thinks Byla seems very familiar. Yeah. So did we meet? Are we distant relatives? And she says, no, we can't be that. If we were related, that would mean. Hmm. Oh my God. But considering all Raya's done, it's not out tire- entirely outside the realm of possibility. What's happening? What is going on? I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Yeah, it's very upsetting. There's yeah. so many secrets and I want to know all of them. 
<laughs> you want to bounce back and forth if you have any any that you want to talk about or yeah i've got a few i um i had a couple really good ones with petra but i think speaking back uh, throwing back to uh today's bullshit of the the girl boss energy and, and petra being willing to do whatever she needs to do for bridget um hubert and petra's scene is basically hubert like complimenting complimenting petra and being like hey like you're gonna be a really good leader when it comes to it but he prefaces it with like though you're not gonna be as good as edelgard you're gonna be a great ruler (laughs) she's like what the fuck is that supposed to mean dude (laughs) and he's like it's no offense i mean edelgard's great so i you know you'll just never be as good as her and if you guys went up to battle each other like she would definitely kick your ass and petra's like why are you what the fuck She's like, I don't know, maybe, but like, I'm not going to give up. Like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have the people of Bridget like fight to their last breath or whatever. Like, she's very intense about it. It's just so weird. Wow. Yeah. And Hubert also says uh, the line, um, you will not have to harden your heart like she has. Talking about Edelgard. Oh, um, wow. Which is interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. But that was that was that really. Uh, I just I I always like Petra talking about how all the good she's going to do for for Bridget. Cause she's I think, so wonderful. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Um, I got a support between Dimitri and Ingrid that I would mm-hmm. like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, basically Dimitri is like, Hey, listen, I think I owe you an apology <laughs> because in a just world, you'd be happily married to Glenn. Oh my goodness. Glenn rears his ugly, or I guess beautiful head again. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone loved Glenn. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, he he died right in front of my eyes and I couldn't prevent it. And Ingrid's like, you don't need to apologize. Glenn was the perfect knight and I'm proud of him for like dying in the line of duty. Mm. And Dimitri's like, so you're trying to turn his needless death into an ideal to uphold? Uh, you are you and him are so alike, he says, which I think is kind of <laughs> funny. And she she gets really upset. She's like, how could you possibly say that his death was needless? Like he died to protect you and and, you know, he like true fully believed in what he was doing. And, um, you know, you're basically like spitting on his grave. Mm. And Dimitri's kind of like, if you had been there, you would not feel that way. And maybe you should rethink this like ideal that you've, you've created in your head. And she ends up storming off and he, he's at the end kind of like, what is wrong with me? Why did I say that? <laughs> oh my God. But the reason why I think this is so interesting is because what this is, revealing to me is that both he and Felix actually feel the same way yeah. about the fact that Glenn sacrificed himself for Dimitri. <laughs> yeah. Um, Felix like clearly resents Dimitri for it. And I think it's so funny that like Dimitri also thinks that it's fucked up. Like he's yeah. not happy about it either. Damn. And you know, if only Felix would stop being such a like stubborn asshole, I think he'd, yeah. you know, probably realize that. But um, yeah. Yeah, I thought I just thought that one was was fascinating, and it is always fun to to hear about Glenn. Yeah, I, his memory. We love to talk about Glenn. <laughs> we love Glenn. We love Glenn. I think uh, I I got my B support with Lysithia. Mm. Uh, her C support was that she was afraid of ghosts and she had to walk to the dining hall. Fantastic. Um, which I resent, by the way, because she is not the one who lost the item that belongs to someone who was afraid of ghosts. I hate it. I hate it. I just want to give it to her. That uh, that might be Ash. Ash is afraid of ghosts as well. Ash interesting. Interesting. So basically, uh, Lysithia thanks you for helping her with training and says that, like, you know, you're really great at helping her out and whatever. And you say you're quite determined. And she says, you think I'm determined? Uh, I say, yeah, you're always pushing yourself. And she basically says, like, my whole life 
people have told me that I've had like a knack for magic and like the crests inside me make me really good at magic. She has two crests, which is a fun fact. Um, wow. Yeah. But she's like, nobody ever like notices that I'm like working really hard. Like oh. everybody just assumes that it's just like something I'm good at. So for you to notice mm -hmm. that I'm like actually trying and like putting work into doing this stuff is like really nice. Um, and then I asked, why do you why do you work yourself so hard? And she basically says she's an only child. She's the only child from House Ordelia. Uh, so she has to do everything she can to to bring to everything she can for her family name, something of value. Mm -hmm. And then she leaves and that's it. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty short scene. That's sweet. Um, but it's really nice. It's like, oh, you know. She has this innate magical ability that is like really obvious, but you know, for for Byleth to notice that it's hard for her, you know, mm -hmm. it really means yeah, a lot. Yeah, she has so. to work hard too. That's really yeah. cute. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sweet support scenes with recruits, <laughs> just a a little you know insight from uh, Byleth's B scene with Raphael. Um, basically, Raphael's whole thing is that he's trying to become a knight because. Uh, he lost his parents and has a younger sister that he has to care for. And, you know, he talks about how he could have been a mercenary, but it would have been like an easier life, but it would have made it harder to take care of her because it's, you know, not as kind of certain, uh, not as safe. Okay. Whereas being a knight is generally a safe thing as long as there isn't a war. Okay. <laughs> um, <Oops. laughs> I love the foreshadowing in this game. Yeah. But it is, it is very sweet that like everything he's doing, he, he says, you know, I, his parents were merchants and he was like, I, you know, I could have been a merchant, but, uh, I did not have the mind for bookkeeping. <laughs> um so uh his grandfather suggested that he try being a knight so he mm -hmm. sold all of their valuables <gasps> and used the money to pay his way to garrick Mon. oh my gosh he is the perfect himbo oh it's gonna make me cry i know he's so sweet oh, i'm that's... so glad i recruited him wow yeah yeah oh. That's really Love nice. Raphael. That's great. Yeah. Just a quick one I want to touch on uh, talking about commoners getting into Garrick Mock. Linhart and Dorothea's uh, starts mm -hmm. with two soldiers gossiping about Dorothea <gasps> and being like, I hear she like courted some noble and then he got her in here. Like, can you believe that? Does somebody like that even belong in the monastery? Don't talk about my girl that I way. No. Uh, and then she walks up and is like very upset about it. And Linhart's like, hey, don't, you know, don't listen to them, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I wish that I, it was as easy as for me as it is for you to just like ignore what people say. Uh, and then Linhart mm -hmm. goes in this whole thing. It's like, you know, it's not really that hard, blah, 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 blah. And Dorothea's like, please just, I just need you to leave me alone right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah so that's very oh, sad for that one yeah. um but the last one i really wanted to talk about uh oh no not the last one sorry i have i have two more okay i got edelgard and hubert's b support Ooh, i'm excited <laughs> for this <laughs> uh it's interesting okay because Edelgard, it, they're basically just reminiscing about how long they've known each other and like when they first met. Edelgard was like four. Uh, Hubert was was six. And he doesn't really. Wow. Neither of them really like remember the moment. It's very funny, though, because he, uh, Edelgard's like, we've come such a long way. I was only four years old when we first met. And Hubert <laughs> starts the sentence with from your perfect memory, Lady Edelgard. And she says, please don't mock me with frivolous praise. <laughs> I, I, I can hardly recall that day. But they basically talk about and, and Hubert's like, my father told me from like the day that I met you that like you are my charge. Like I have to watch after you at all costs and like make sure that, you know, nothing bad happens to you because of your, you know, your place in the empire. Like you are going to, mm -hmm. to rule over the empire. So I have to make sure that you, you know, survive, I guess. 
And Hildegard's like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, she didn't know that it was like a thing that he was tasked to do from like a child. Oh, um, wow. But like, you know, House, she says House Vestra has served House Cresswell f- for a while. So it makes sense. But she just mm. like wasn't aware of the like immediate pressure that was put on a child Hubert. And he talks about uh, they, they, they start talking about the incident, which Edelgard is immediately like, oh, yeah, when my when my uncle defected from the kingdom and kidnapped me. And he's like, yeah, that was a kidnapping. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I chased after you for like days uh, until Aww. until I, I basically passed out. Uh, and and the, the soldiers that his father sent after him finally like got him back. And that was, I guess, four years after they met. He said he was only 10. And she's like, wow, I didn't know that. Like, I have never clearly there's stuff that you've never told me before, like. Uh, and he says it wasn't important. She says, that's beside the point. I want to know these things. If there's anything else you're keeping from me, please tell me. And he says, respectfully, I decline. And she says, why? <laughs> I, she says, it's a simple order. I really must. And then he cuts her off and says, speaking of your orders, there was a task you gave me earlier, which I have yet to carry out. Excuse me. And he leaves. And she's like, wait. I ho-, and then you know, she's by herself. She's like, I hope he's not hiding anything too worrisome. Uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm so interested. Yes. That's fascinating. Yeah, that's not at all where I thought another one of their supports was going to go because yeah. you know wild i just i don't know and some of it feels kind of naive from edelgard's point of view like if this is a th- i don't know like she clearly understands or at least she thinks she understands how nobility works and like the effects that it has mm-hmm. on people and like the systems involved but like for her to be like oh i didn't realize that this pressure was on you even though the, your family has served my family forever like i didn't realize <laughs> that you'd be under pressure about it like yeah girl like come on <laughs> duh Wow. So it's that is so interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Really, really interesting. Huh. Any more for you? Um, I just had one one little comic relief one where um <laughs> Flane uses reverse psychology to get Felix to do chores by <laughs> telling him that uh she's like, Oh, I bet you couldn't like cut all this firewood with your sword. <laughs> gets him to like chop a bunch of firewood with his sword uh, by by, like challenging him essentially that's Um, so funny it's really good it made me my my love i mean i have made it known that i don't like flame that much yeah this scene really turned me around (laughs) (laughs) i was like good for you girl i love this she's a devious little gal (laughs) yeah Um, i love it it's very funny oh i had a funny one Again, I had a whole bunch with Bernie. Every single one is really good, but also ends with her being like, ah, please don't kill me, which is like just colored so differently <laughs> since her yeah. fucking support with Byleth. But God. oh, it was <laughs> Dorothy. I texted you about this, but Dorothea and, and Felix's support. It's basically Felix is training and Dorothy is like, hey, what's up? You want to go get something <laughs> to eat? And he's like, what? No, I'm training. And she's like, oh, well, we could get something sweet. And he's like, I don't eat sweets. I, I don't eat sweets. This, I'm not like a child. And she's like, oh, OK, well, you know, maybe something salty. And he's like, when I'm hungry, I'm going to just eat alone. And she's like, OK, <laughs> he basically she she starts the conversation and he's immediately like, go away. And he, the second thing he says to her is, you're such a nuisance. Um, oh, just immediately shuts Dorothea her down. Girl, don't do it. I already tried <laughs> and it is brutal. Don't do it, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. But the last one I really wanted to talk about another Petra Kaspar support, um, their B support. I don't know if you remember in their C support. Petra re- reveals to Kaspar that Kaspar's dad killed her dad. Oh, my God, I forgot about this. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, I also forgot about that. And this one is an immediate follow up to that. So, you know, Caspar's training or whatever. And Petra's like, oh, you this look, you look nice in in this uh, the equipment that you're that you're working with. And they start talking about like she's like, oh, wow, you've like really gotten stronger. And he's like, I, I can't 
Gaspar's like, hey, I can't do this. Like, we can't just pretend like nothing's wrong. Like, you should hate me. And like, we should never speak again because like what my father did to your father was like unforgivable. And she's like, well, I mean, yes, but you're not the one that killed my dad. Like our parents were in conflict, but we're not them and we shouldn't worry about it. He says, I don't need to worry. Impossible. And she says, you you must. If not, the conflict will keep carrying on. If children cannot forgive, it will not ever have an ending. Is that what you are wanting? And he says, of course not. She says, please give it some thinking. I will be leaving now. And then she leaves. Aww. Yeah, so... Petra, so wise. Yeah, Petra's really... Of all the students, I think Petra is like the, the most... I don't know, level headed, I guess, or just like has She's the, very mature. She has the clearest view. Yes. Very mature. Yeah. 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 Really, really good. Wow. I love <sighs> that. Yeah. So that's, oh, and then I had one where Flane was complimenting the smell of Ferdinand's weapon oil and then basically told him, <laughs> told him like, Hey, oil can be used to cook things. And Ferdinand's like, what? Um, Oh, there was also, sorry, I know I said that was the last one. I feel like I'm talking about so many, but I watched so no, many. I love this. I uh, love this. I love when you do your like binges of support scenes. <laughs> I'm really going to try and be better at watching them on time uh, as they happen. There's just no notification for it besides the little exclamation point. And I can't be checking oh, that I'm menu. I'm always looking for that little oh, exclamation point. <laughs> I feel like I can't be bothered to check that menu so many times. Um, yeah. Ferdinand and Dorothea's B support. In their C support, Dorothea called <laughs> called Ferdinand a B. Um, yeah. And so he comes back and he's like, hey, I've been thinking about why you called me a bee. <laughs> um, but he's, he prefaces that with like, I, I made you some treats. Like I made these pastries, whatever they are. They don't show him. He doesn't really say what he they are. You made Yeah. Pastries? So he's like, I made these. And she's like, you made, what do you mean you made these? He's like, no, I made them. Like I, I, I made them. Um, and says so like, I've been thinking about what you said when you called me a bee. And he's like, you know, bees are dutiful workers, but they're also born into hives full of honey and and people. And he's basically saying like he's been comparing bees to being born a noble because like you're born into this already created thing and it already has all these resources and like you can work, but like you have the advantage of all the people who have worked before you. Um, mm -hmm. And so he's like, I wanted to do something that nobody like helped me with. Nobody, nobody, you know, helped me out with. And she's like, OK, but like you still just like bought the flour and stuff, right? Like you, you worked with flour and butter. That's like not that cool. And he's like, well, no, I like worked in the field so that somebody would trade me flour. And like, I did whatever to get the eggs and, and I, I, you know, did some extra time, uh, uh studying or whatever, so that I was able to use the kitchen overnight. Like I did all these things. Ferdinand it went on undercover boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Ferdinand and now feels like he really understands the commoners. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah 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 and and so you know he he did all these things to get all this stuff and and she's like well i mean hey that's like wild like you really didn't have to do that and then you know i i appreciate and respect you doing that <laughs> and she's she still calls him a bee she says you're still a bee <laughs> and he's like uh she's like he's like wait what why and then she just leaves <laughs> It's really, uh, it's really good. That is really good. I, as much as I, uh, you know, bragged on him a little bit with that undercover boss line. Oh, no, it's I, good. Yeah. Good for, good for him. Yeah. Putting in some real work. For real. That's like the most human I've seen Ferdinand, like yeah. doing something for someone else, even if it is at the, uh, benefit of his own image, he still mm -hmm. did something that he didn't really have to do. You know, he didn't have to he right. didn't have to prove himself. Yeah. To he could have like bought her flowers or something. You know? Right. Yeah. He could have taken the Sylvain route and just harassed her, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's all of mine. Pretty much. Should we move on to yep. rankings then? I think it's time. Yeah. 
Okay, let's rank some children. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get out right ahead of this and say everyone stays the same in Blue Lions except for Mercedes and Annette, who made me sweets for my dead dad. So they are now both S. Very nice. And everyone else is the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I guess she's not. I guess we'll get to her. I think of her as being in the Blue Lions because in my game she is. Ah. I'm going to bump Flane to an A. She's at a B. I'm going to give her an A because I think she is, listen, (laughs) however the fuck old she is, she does have some wisdom (laughs) beyond her years, you know? (laughs) Sure. So um, I I appreciated uh, what what she did uh, Mm -hmm. in the Felix support. Mm -hmm. I do think that otherwise... Everyone's going to stay basically the same. Felix still at a B because I'm still uh, smarting from his rejection last episode. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah I, I, I think that otherwise everyone's going to stay the same at Blue Lions for me. Yeah. Uh, Golden Deer, do you have any changes? I mean, Raphael's already an S. <laughs> If I I know I wish uh, to the moon with Raphael yeah. he would he would never come down. Um, uh, no, I don't I don't know that I have any any changes for for the Golden Deer either. I really didn't aside from Raphael really didn't interact with too many of them. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, this episode, yeah. I think I weirdly I had a support with Marianne. I gave her enough like lost items or something ah, cool. that I ended up <laughs> getting a support with her, and nice. it was like so boring. It's not even sure. <laughs> worth discussing. Great. Wonderful. You know what? I I am going to I'm going to bump Leone to um to a B. Mm-hmm. I forget what exactly happened with her, you know, her conversation during the um the monastery scene, but I remember thinking like, okay, Leone, like I think we're on our way to repairing our relationship. Yeah. So I'm going to bump her up to a B from a C. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave Leone at a B, but I it's 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 like a B plus. Because, yeah, that when, when you talk to her, she's just like clearly very distraught. Mm-hmm. Like she loved your dad very much. Um, yeah. And hey, but I, I, know I that think pain. I think the thing that and I wish I could remember exactly what it is, but I think she does say something that is like also acknowledging your grief. Yeah. In, in a way that feels like growth to me. Yeah. I think <laughs> she know? says something like, I can't even imagine how you're feeling. Right. Um, right. Which, yeah, I mean, it's rough, but hey, your grief doesn't have to be qualified by how bad other people feel about stuff. You're allowed to be sad, yeah. Leone. Yeah. So yes, Leone stays a B for me, but a B plus. Mm-hmm. Black Eagles. Oh gosh. <laughs> I am. Okay. I am going to bump Ferdinand to a maybe even an A. Wow. I think maybe even that an A because that's a lot. On you. No, you know what? I'm going to bump him to an A for his his scene with Dorothea, but I'm going to bump him back down to a B uh, for the scene where he's talking to Solon and they're like, oh, we're going to get revenge. And he's like, I do have to agree with her this once. Like, come on. <laughs> just yeah. Stop being such a fucking dickhead. Yeah. I just got teleported <laughs> to another fucking dimension. And you're still worried about <laughs> whether you agree or disagree with fucking Edelgard. So he goes up to a B. Uh, Linhart goes up to an A for that fucking great scene with Flane where he just mm-hmm. fucking puts her on blast. I hope that he blows the top off her whole shit. Caspar stays in A, a strong, strong A though. I don't think he's ready for S te- territory yet, but Caspar mm-hmm. did a lot of growing this week. He's always, uh, I think of all the Black Eagles, Caspar is like the most willing to change and grow. Um, like mm-hmm. he really, even if on the outside, he doesn't fully like take in what people say after a bit after he sits on it for a while and it kind of cooks uh i think he's he's the most open to like thinking about things um 
And if I could bump Petra up, she's still an S. But I think for that reason, Petra like laid out her thoughts and was like, I'm going to leave now before like this conversation goes on because I know you need to think about it. So Petra's just like ever aware, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, all A's, B's and S's for, for me. <laughs> I am. <laughs> My uh, Black Eagle rankings are all over they the place. They are all over the place. Um, Edelgard, I owe it to her to bump her back up. Uh from last Woo. week. I failed her last week Woo. and I think it was an unfair F that does only bring her to a D because sure. I still have my gripes with her. Sure. Ferdinand is also, I have him at a D right now. I'm going to bump him to a C uh, because of the scene that you described. I think that, that that's all right. It's okay. something. That yeah. shows some growth and, I, and I'm into it. Yeah. Otherwise, I think everybody's going to stay basically the same. I did consider in this, uh, this week bumping Hubert down to an A for the drama mm. because of the fact that he just straight up declines to say anything nice about the fact that your father has died. Um, <laughs> but then I also <laughs> discovered through, I think it was through the counselor like <laughs> note box thing where people leave questions and seek advice where it was revealed that and maybe you knew this already from his like little dossier but i didn't that hubert's scared of heights yeah 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 (laughs) oh incredible i am also scared of heights so for that hubert it balances out and i'm gonna gonna keep you at an s (laughs) um once again the boy don't miss um so yeah that's that's black eagles for me this week yeah um do you have any faculty changes I do actually. Sure. I had tea with Manuela and I've done this thing now where I've started cheating at tea where I just look it up because <laughs> it's so much like the lost items. Uh, some of it feels so arbitrary to me that yeah. I just like don't have the patience to try <laughs> anymore. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I, I just, I looked up what it would take to, to get a perfect tea with Manuela and yeah. acted accordingly. And um, let me find, I took screenshots because some of the things she says are so fucking good. Nice. One thing that she said was, am I that terrible of a woman? So I'm a little unkempt. What of it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I just thought that was great. And um, when you observe her, a thing that I still find very uncomfy, yeah. but have to do because I want to get those extra... Um, little dialogue pieces she says every rose has its thorn every beautiful leg should have a dagger don't you think oh my god (laughs) hell yeah i loved that fuck yeah that's (laughs) sick that was amazing yeah um so yeah i i have her to be i'm gonna bump her i'm bumping her to s yeah i already had her at s but yeah yeah i that just totally uh totally turned me around Mm -hmm. um i mean obviously i still i liked her clearly but um, yeah, that just made me absolutely love her. Uh, yeah. This dialogue was <laughs> so good. Yeah. Hanneman, I have Hanneman at a B. I don't really have I any. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't remember. I think I just kind of like his vibe. I don't have any reason to bump him down to a C, but I'm going to bump him down to a C because it feels right. <laughs> um, so Teth, I'm going to keep an A because he's trying to figure out who killed my dad. And I don't have that big of a problem with Sateth. It's really Lady Rhea who gets under my, gets in my craw. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Flane, how do you feel about Flane? Well, I I bumped her earlier. You did bump her. Oh, that's right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. Um, consider her a blue lion. She's had an A right now. She's keeping secrets. You know, she's full of secrets. She is keeping secrets. I'm gonna bump her down to a B for the secrets. Hey, we don't need so many secrets here. You know, I immediately told you <laughs> that I'm one with a goddess now. You know, that's true. Tell me, tell me your secrets. You didn't try to make everyone guess, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, Lady Rhea, obviously still F. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man. I don't want to, Oh, I don't want to spill too much, but I'm very excited for you to play chapter 11. Cause oh what I've seen of it so far. <laughs> really? How much, how far in are you? I got, I, I'm like halfway maybe. Okay. All right. Okay. I just went for it. I'm excited. I was um, too intrigued. Yeah. Which then brings us to our war children of the week. Once again, always forget this is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know who my warm child of the week Okay, is. yeah, you go first. Now that he is uh, in my house, mm. Raphael. Woo! Uh, sweet boy, perfect boy, head empty. <laughs> All he cares about is his baby sister. Oh. Love him. Love yeah. him to death. I'm so excited to have him. Yeah. I, this is a tough one for me this week. I think, let me just double check my previous ones. Is it tough because you don't have someone or because you have multiple people? That you I have want? multiple mm. that I think it could be. And I think in in the the spirit of not repeating yet, it was between Caspar and Petra. Uh, and mm. I think this week I'm going to give it to Caspar because Caspar's done a lot of growth. I shortly brought up his uh, Hubert scene where he was yelling <laughs> and stuff or, or not yelling. Uh, and that scene, that scene Learning actually... Learning to yell. Yeah, that scene actually ends with Hubert being like, I noticed you were really quiet in the last battle and the battlefield is like just not the same without your yelling. Like it really helps Aww. morale. So you need to yell. And he's like, oh, OK. And then for the rest of that conversation, all of his lines are in all caps. <laughs> it's really <good. laughs> he screams the whole rest of that conversation. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he has a really good scene with Dorothea that I didn't talk about, but it's I texted you about it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just really good. I, I love Caspar a lot. He's a he's a great unit. First of all, he's a wonderful uh, fucking fortress knight. Mm. Nothing hits that boy. Nothing yeah. can damage that boy. Um, to do is my my fortress knight. They're just impenetrable. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, and I got him with the killer axe. So his his crit chance is like 37 percent or something. So like every mm-hmm. like every hit he's critting. It's crazy. Amazing. Um, it's really, really good. Really powerful. So Caspar is my war child this week. Uh, our sweet blue haired boy. And something I, uh, I just wanted to bring up outside of that, uh, looking at your girl boss rankings, uh, all mm-hmm. of these students, all of these students have beautiful eyes. <laughs> like wow. every single one of them, like, wow, those are nice eyes. Wow. Those I, are nice eyes. I wow. I hadn't noticed. Now I got to look. Hold on. Yeah. I think it's just something with the game. I think every character in this game just has a really, it's a very like do, yeah. kind of muted, like pastel color palette for the eyes, uh, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Um, I think works really well. It makes them all seem so sweet and inviting. They are. <laughs> anyway. We love our children, we, even when they're girl bosses. We love our murder kids. Uh, um, that being <laughs> said, I think that is the end of the episode. Yes. Right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with chapter 11. Whatever yes. it's, whatever that one's called, I have not looked it up yet. If you're playing along with us, please tweet at us at AsyncPod. That's A-S-Y-N-C-H-P-O-D. Do you want to tell people they can email us? I forgot we have an email address. Is that at AsyncPod at gmail.com? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, so that's our email <laughs> if you want to email us. Um, some, some 20th century communication for you. Uh, <laughs> or you can send a letter to the person in the back of the chapel uh at the back of the cathedral who reads out notes <laughs> um, yeah we know. check them uh like every five business days <laughs> right uh, we, we go through we'll them all give at once. you give you as much advice as we can <laughs> hopefully we'll say the thing that you like to make uh our support level go up <laughs> and if you want to make our support level go up head on over to apple podcasts and rate and review us please <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Fantastic. laughs> 
Um, but no, for real, that would that would help if you rate and review us. But what helps even more is if you tell a friend about it, if you tweet about it, if you tell your uh, parent that you really like this video game. And, uh, God, I really that really got next away. Next time me. you're on the <laughs> next time you're on the battlefield, just scream about it. There you go, and it'll help morale. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks. It would be lovely for this moment to be forever. And I wish that we could hold on to this stolen time and that we could create a world without end. But the episode has to end now. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs>